0: Welcome to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. I'm Tanya Morgan, and on today's episode, we're talking about mixed cover cropping. So there's a project that's been happening for the last five years across South Australia, looking at mixed cover cropping. And today my special guest is Richard Saunders from Pinion Advisory, and he's going to be talking about the work that's been specifically happening in the Mallee. So we're going to have a chat about that today. Welcome Richard. Thanks Tanya. Where do we start
1: with mixed cover cropping? Basically, it's planting uh, a whole mixed species of plants in an area much like a pasture, but you are trying to get as diverse a species in there as you can. If you're growing them as winter crops, mixed cover crops, you can terminate them and then go on with a a crop in the paddock for the following year. If it's a summer crop, you're sowing Specifically, summer species in that trying to soak up some of the water, but it makes it then that a little bit difficult to grow a crop in the Mallee the following season. So it's basically growing a diverse group of plants as a crop with a possibility of using it as a pasture.
0: So the principles behind mixed cover cropping are to encourage diversity. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So you have all sorts of different plants in there. You have cereals. You have pasture plants, you have grain legumes, you have all different types of cereals, you might have some canola and all sorts of different things. And they all inhabit different parts of the canopy and also different parts of the root zone.
0: What are the other benefits that come from growing that sort of phase?
1: Because you're using a diverse species, they all have uh, their own little intricacies Like they all might have their own microbes around their roots, which they foster. And then they are using different parts of the canopy. And the thought is that uh, a diverse group of plants is a, a more natural pasture or more natural crop. Because if you go back to before agriculture began in a serious way, there was diversity. There wasn't just a monoculture of wheat or single crop, there was a, a diverse group and animals grazed at, and they picked and they chose and it, it suited the land well. And uh, I should say at this point that the whole idea of this project and the whole idea of introducing this diversity is to try and not only arrest the decline in soil carbon, but to really make some inroads and see if this program can get some useful soil carbon increases in some of the Mallee soils.
0: So it's all about, in summary, soil improvement. How well have things been going in the Mallee? There have been three trials, one up at Perilla, Wakery, and Langwell Creek. What's been happening there?
1: Jeremy Nelson was involved in getting these trials up and running. And with the help of the cooperators... They sowed out some replicated trials. And in the first year, it worked astoundingly well, particularly down at Lammaroo. The trial went extremely well. And for whatever reasons, mainly drought, in the second year, it really fell on its seer. Things didn't really happen in that second year, but that's not to say things weren't happening in the soil. So now that the, the demonstration trials have finished, Siro are going to come in and do some soil testing and see if they can measure any increases or effects of these diverse plots.
0: There are definitely some challenges with mixed cover cropping in low rainfall regions and I know that some of the years we've had haven't been conducive to, to growing crops in general, let alone adding another phase of cropping over summer where you might try and slip that in between two winter crops.
1: How... Do
0: we manage this
1: in a low rainfall environment? That's a very good question, Tanny. And I think talking to a lot of the growers and talking to agronomists about this, the idea of summer crops really doesn't fly in the low rainfall mallee. So the best fit is replacing either the pasture or a sown fodder crop because you won't be able to get a physical grain off this to sell. It's got to be either as a pasture or a forage, really, it is probably the best fit. And then much like a pasture or a forage crop, it's terminated and can be browned and and then left to accumulate water from rainfall and get some nitrogen going through mineralization. So it's pretty much the same as a brown, manure as far as the design is
0: so if people want to sow mixed cover crops, are there any specific rules of thumb? How do they select their species or what sort of sowing rate?
1: Look, there are literally no rules. You can go and talk to some of the seed companies and they have uh, forage mixes. They might have a winter max or something like that with at least five or six species in it. You can make up your own mix. It might be a simple throwing in some vetch and some canola some oats or tripped or rye, throwing in some mustard. So it can be as simple as that. There are groups in America which are sowing mixtures of 25 different species. So they're trying to cover every base in the soil and and in that environment. But I I think starting off easily is just starting with something, uh, a, a very simple mix. And whatever you've got on hand can work as long as you know you can terminate it at the end.
0: Anything else that's worth knowing about mixed cover cropping?
1: Look, I think the seed mixtures can be fairly expensive unless you really make your own. The other thing is, I think there's quite a few benefits to mixed cover cropping. Building soil life. we know that microbes and microorganisms in the soil really are the drivers of, of, of productivity and sustainability. So the thought of diversity i really like because it's that building the soil life. you can suppress weeds you can reduce erosion talking about cutting fertilizer use and that's still going to be worked out but at the end of the day we're really trying to increase soil carbon and this project will tell us are we increasing our soil microbes are we increasing our soil carbon if we can increase our soil carbon, how long is this going to take? What else can we do to do that? Because at the moment, we've got no-till farming, but using press wheels and knife points. But really, we're still getting some decline in soil carbon. So whatever we can do, and perhaps mixed cover cropping is one of those ways that we can arrest this decline in soil carbon.
0: Where to with the project? I know it wraps up this year, but where can people go and find some more information?
1: Yeah. That's a very good question. Dr. Mark Farrell is speaking at the GRNC update this year, and uh, we're really looking to have some results out of that fairly soon. And look, I'm planning on producing as much uh, information as I can and put it out through MSF.
0: We'll definitely keep people posted. Thank you very much for joining us today, Richard. That's been a really good introduction and summary into what's been happening in that space. And this project has been supported by Ag Excellence Alliance and MSF through funding from the Australian Government's National Care Program, gr and the South Australian Department of Environment and Water. Thanks for joining us. If you want to hear more, like and subscribe to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. Catch you later.